Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome to the You Are Not Alone podcast. I'm your host, Jess Palmer, and in today's episode, I wanted to talk about giving ourselves credit where credit is due. In today's world, we're so hard on ourselves, right? We're always striving to be better. Nothing's ever really good enough. Something's always kind of wrong, right? And in this world where we're taught to believe that life is meant to live so pressurized, it can be hard to be easy on ourselves, to give ourselves space, and to honor where we've been and how we have gotten ourselves here. As some of you, most of you know, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder two years ago in 2018. And my whole life have had my own battles with anxiety and depression. And most times in my past, I would be quite critical of myself and my performance. Whether my creative projects were put on the back burner or I was calling out of work or having a hard time just getting out of bed, I was so hard on myself that even when I did show up, that even when I did make those efforts, I told myself it wasn't good enough because I believed I wasn't good enough. In this society, we're taught that we're not good enough, that there's always something outside of us that can make us better, more enough, And when we believe this mentality, this belief, I guess we'll say, when we give in to this belief, we truly don't see ourselves for the expansive being that we are. We don't see ourselves for the capacity that we have to show up even in our darkest of hours. We play small because society wants us to. We don't believe we can show up for ourselves because... In society, we're taught that we're helpless or that, again, we need external sources, influences to validate our existence. It's quite sad when you think about it because I know when I'm in a depressive wave and I'm trying to move through that resistance, all I really want is love and acceptance. All I really want is to know that I'm okay and that I'm safe and that this too shall pass and I'm grateful that through my inner work of self-love, I have come to a place where I can provide myself that support, but we're not taught that in today's society. I don't think any generations really were when you think about it, not just today's society. You know, it's with the collective consciousness as we raise our vibration together that we're now really talking about our inner workings of our feelings and of our minds and of our pains and traumas. So it's hard to cheer yourself on for showing up when the cards are sort of stacked against you, so to speak. I'm speaking on this today because, one, I got a new microphone and I wanted to test it out, so I hope it sounds good for y'all. And two... This past week, having experienced the new moon in Leo on Tuesday, and just life in general, I personally was feeling very resistant. I felt resistant in showing up for my commitments. 
I felt resistance in showing up for my creative process and my projects I'm working on. Just in everything, it was difficult for me to show up. But I did. I showed up every single day. And yeah, I may not have shown up like I would have, in my perfectionist mind, would have liked to show up. But I still showed up nonetheless. I don't know if you can relate to this, but personally, in my past with depression, I just wouldn't show up at all. And I would feel even worse for not showing up at all. Whereas now, sure, I may not want to do anything because I'm feeling depressed or in a lower wave, right? But I know that if I show up for my projects, if I show up for the things that matter to me, even in the smallest of increments of time, right? Something is better than nothing. Showing up is better than not showing up at all. You know, we can't be on all the time. It just, it's not sustainable. It's not healthy. And when we're hard on ourselves for not being on all the time, we are doing a disservice to our being. We are prolonging our stay in this depressive wave the more we beat ourselves up, the more expectations we place on ourselves, unrealistic by the way, most of the time. It's just this perpetuating cycle of self-hate and misery. And I too used to live in these cycles for years. I remember for a solid two years I was severely depressed and I was bitter. I was uptight. I was very fearful of the world around me. I had no hope, that's for sure. I was like, I'm going to be like this forever. I'm going to be miserable forever. No one's ever going to love me. I'm never going to be happy. And I'm just going to be stuck here. And if you struggle with depression, then you can really resonate with this because that voice in your head, that feeling, that emotion that comes with these waves It can really make you think that you're a worthless piece of shit and that you've done nothing to accomplish anything and that everything you have done has not been good enough. And fuck that. Like, (laughs) honestly, fuck that. I don't even know. Like, the idea of that much self-hatred just isn't appealing to me anymore. Um, It's why I've cut out certain friendships, relationships, jobs, things that just have not been in alignment with my growth and You know, now that I've made the shifts I've made and I'm in the place that I am at, and I still experience these waves, like I just explained to you, this past week was definitely a wave for me. I just view it so differently. Like, sure, that voice in the back of my head still wants me to be hard on myself. And sometimes I am, a lot of the times, but it's not as loud and it's not as nasty. And it's much more easily soothed, right? When that voice comes into your mind, I see it as the ego, as these fears, these self-doubts and limiting beliefs coming up for us. And our higher self wants to soothe us. And so going back to what I was saying when I was in that depressive place for two years, and I strongly believed that no one was ever going to love me and that I was unlovable, is through the journey of self-love and holding the space for myself and not waiting for a prince or a princess in shining armor to come save me. Uh, when I took back my power and understood that, you know, I've been giving away this life force to external situations and influences because society told me that I had to do that. That in order to find validation and confirmation in who I am and my 
enoughness, my worthiness, if you will, that needs to come from something outside of me. So when you do try to show up for yourself, it feels kind of weird because you're also like being hard on yourself at the same time, but you're also trying to self-soothe yourself. And it's a very kind of weird place to be at when you're on this journey of self-awareness, acceptance, and compassion, you know. And I'm telling you all this, I think, because... (laughs) Again, you guys know me. I go on my tangents and I try to loop it all back around and sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Um, But what I'm trying to say in all of this is that even through your low waves, okay, even through all the resistance and that negative self-talk that just wants you to think that what you're doing is not enough, it is. Getting out of bed is showing up for yourself, okay? If you are in a place that's kind of low right now and you're in need of a boost or a shift, I invite you to set a small goal for yourself. Perhaps it's making your bed or brushing your teeth. And I know that sounds silly, but for those who struggle with depression, even these things can be very difficult. Perhaps it's even setting a goal of if you're an entrepreneur, you know, Uh, tackling one of your smaller projects. When we give ourselves something to look forward to and to give ourselves hope and a little bit of push, that can really help us get out of these more resistant waves. And so giving ourselves credit where credit is due is so important because like I've been rambling on about for almost 10 minutes (laughs) is that You know, we are not raised to believe in ourselves. We're not raised to be easy and loving towards ourselves. We're not raised to congratulate ourselves for doing even the simplest things as brushing our teeth or getting out of bed. We're always setting that bar higher. We're always living in this perpetual state of misery. I think that's what I was getting at when I was sharing my experience. I was a very miserable person. I would hold myself back in all the things I wanted to do because I didn't think I was worthy enough of them. I didn't think I was worthy to achieve anything, to grow. Because how, how could someone like me who was bullied and mistreated and casted to the side, how could someone like that be worthy of love and happiness? And sometimes it takes us to get to our darkest place to understand just how worthy we are of love and growth and care. And so I invite you, if you're someone who struggles with depression, who is perhaps in a wave right now that's feeling quite resistant, self-love, as cliche as it sounds, is it gets thrown around so much in the communities of new age and spirituality and coaching and mentoring and all of that. Um, it really is, though, the key to it all. I'm, I'm sure some of you can hear my voice. Obviously, you're listening to this you've connected with me on Instagram at Half Moon Healings if you want to connect. And you see me, right? I'm a very smiling, happy, loving person. Uh, Even on my darkest days, I try to be. And I wasn't always. And some of you reach out to me and say, oh, Jess, you look so happy. And it could be a day where I'm like crying my eyes out because I just like want to smash my head against a wall because nothing in my brain is computing the way I want it to. And even then, I'm still receiving messages of love and support and seeing me, seeing me and honoring me in my journey. And I want you to know that it wasn't always like that. 
I would, I was frowning and my brow was furrowed all the damn time. <laughs> like I was never just like kick back, relax kind of gal. Like people are saying, oh, you're so easygoing. Yeah. Meet me like five years ago. All right. Like I was like a walking, anxious, depressed mess. And so I'm telling you as I'm sitting here, not on the other side of things, because I too again, still struggle with my own ways, but I I do feel as though I'm on this other side of self-love. Like I'm on the side where my glass is half full, whereas before my glass used to be very half empty. And I'm very grateful to be here. I'm very grateful to be sitting here talking to this microphone and connecting with all of you because for so long, my depression led me to isolate led me to go within because I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was worthy enough to be seen. And so if you're struggling with this too, or have struggled with it, then you know that this can be a very lonely feeling. We can be very hard on ourselves in this place. We're not good enough. I'm not good enough. All these things that we tell ourselves when we're feeling resistant, right? And so that's why I came on today was to share the medicine of self-love. And you can do that by congratulating yourself for showing up, for giving yourself credit where credit's due. That's self-love. People think self-love is bubble baths and face masks. And sure, like for the physical vessel, that's beautiful, beautiful ways of self-care. But self-care is showing yourself unconditional love, support, nurturing, acceptance and it's really fucking hard to practice that when again we live in a society that teaches us the complete opposite but let me tell you it may feel uncomfortable at first showing yourself love care but over time it's going to become so natural it's going to feel so right and it's going to attract in so much more of those loving and uplifting experiences and relationships and those waves they'll become way more manageable and you won't be so hard on yourself. And I'm not saying again that that inner voice has gone away because I still deal with it every day. But because of the love that I've cultivated within myself through different healing tools and modalities that I've picked up along the way, I've been able to shift again from a glass half empty to a glass half full, from fearful to empowered, from hating myself to loving myself so much. It hurts sometimes. (laughs) And I know it might sound crazy, but it's true. It's very true and it's so capable and available to you. And there's so much freedom that comes from self-love and self-acceptance. You take so much pressure off of yourself to be perfect, to get it all right, you know? When life is not meant about meant to be about getting things right. It's meant to be experienced and learned from. So I hope that this resonated. I hope that it landed and found you well. And For those still listening, uh, I have my books open for my one-on-one clients. If you are interested in deepening your relationship with yourself, in meeting yourself with compassion, love, and acceptance, looking at your fears and doubts and the things that are holding you back with this love and acceptance and working through them in a transformative and empowering way, I would love nothing more than to hold space for you and to help you on your journey of coming home to yourself. So 
It's only for a short time that I have my books open, um, but if you're interested in being a one-on-one client with me, I would, again, nothing would make me happier than to help you on your way and on your journey home. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to join the free Facebook community for the You Are Not Alone podcast, I will leave that linked in the show notes. If you'd like to connect with me on Instagram, you can at Half Moon Healings. And if you want to learn more about me and what I have to offer, you can go to www.halfmoon-healings.com.